Hello, Pick and Pop listeners. It is Super Bowl weekend. I am very excited. I am here with Ryan Duty. Of course. Super Bowl weekend. Let's go. Um, we have a lot to talk about today, mainly Chiefs Buccaneers. Obviously, I am a Chiefs fan. Don't mind the bias. That's gonna I don't know be in if you guys podcast. noticed throughout the few yeah, weeks. Yeah, of this I don't season. know if you have. But don't mind the bias throughout this podcast. Uh, after our Super Bowl talks, we're going to set our All-Star Reserves. We promised it last week. We had to get it done. And after that, um, we're going to be talking about um, who we think is the award winners. Um, so let's right get right now. into it. Oh, yeah, right now. The season ended today. Uh, let's get right into it. And let's start it off. Chiefs, Buccaneers. I'm just, Ryan can start. Ryan, who do you think is going to win that game? I have the Chiefs, okay? And I'm not doing that just to please you. I want the Buccaneers to win. Because I am a New England fan, and it would be cool to see Brady win. And also, I would love to see Charles upset. No, I'm kidding. I would like to see Charles, um, I would like to see um, Brady win another one, especially with a team that isn't, like, they, they went through their struggles throughout the season. I think that would be really cool to see them win. Um, especially with, the Chiefs have the much better team. Say what you want about the defense of Tampa Bay. The Chiefs are a hundred times better than the Bucks, um, so that that's why I have the the Chiefs. But I think it will be close. I think it will be a more of an offensive-minded game. Um, I think it'll be one of those like thirty-eight to thirty games or something something of that of that uh, of that caliber with a, a lot of scoring, not as much defense. Um, and I think that's the only way Tampa Bay really has a chance because they do have a lot of offensive firepower. So do the Chiefs. That's a scary game to play. Um, but I think that's the only way they really win. And if they get, if they really get pressure to Mahomes, I still think Mahomes is too good to be affected by all that pressure. And I think he'll um, really just be amazing in this game. And that's what it will come down to. Mahomes is much better than Brady, and I think that's what it will come down to. Uh, yeah, obviously I have the Buccaneers winning. They're the better team. Just kidding. The Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, it's going to be around 70-3, to 3, I think, as the final score. That is a joke, but... Uh, uh, the Buccaneers secondary, it's weak. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not as good as their front as their front defense, their D-line. And, you know, the same thing happened in the week that they did play each other. Tyreek Hill went crazy. Travis Kelsey went crazy because that secondary is weak. Obviously, they're learning from that experience. And if that happens again, I don't think they have a shot. Uh, the D-line is going to be a problem. Like like you said, you know, Mahomes is going to get pressured. Uh, Eric Fisher tore his Achilles in the game against the Bills. That's, our, that's Mahomes' blindside tackle, which is the most important position in football. So um, it's really important that Mahomes gets the ball off quickly and accurately. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, it's going to be an offensive battle. On the defensive side, I think the Chiefs, you know, um, I think their secondary is great. Tyron Matthew used to be coached by Bruce Arians, so we'll see how that works. And they let him go, didn't they? Yeah, and they, he went to the Chiefs. He's a, pro bowl, he's a pro bowler. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the Chiefs receivers are going to go crazy against a bad secondary, and we saw in the Packers game that Brady just makes horrible decisions. Look, if the if the if the Buccaneers didn't learn from Tyree Kill having 203 yards in the first quarter, they have to double team him. They have to put safety help. Put yeah, they have to do something if if they have to. They're not going to be the I, the Buccaneers. They're not going to let Kelsey or Hill beat them. They're going to force guys like McCole Hardman and Sammy Watkins to be the primary targets. They're really going to try and make Hill and Kelsey struggle, which is easier said than done. And I don't know if they have the personnel to do so, which is why they will probably have to double probably both of them, which puts them in a scary um, position. Yeah, the Chiefs like to draft fast receivers, and Sammy Watkins might not even play, so that could help the Buc- 
No, no Demarcus Robinson? Yeah, because that's a big story. The the, the barber that was sent to cut every, almost half the players in the Chiefs' hair, including Kelsey Hill and Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes still looks pretty fresh yeah. with his hair. Yeah, yeah tested positive for COVID in the middle of uh, backup center. I don't even know his name. He's a backup center for the Chiefs' haircut, and that puts Demarcus Robinson and that backup center on COVID. Uh, I hope Robinson wouldn't have been a key part of that Super Bowl victory because we're going to miss him if they're double covering uh you know, Hill and Kelsey. Yeah, that backup um, backup offensive lineman has, like, a nice little half head of hair going. Yeah. Um, but thank God the results came in at the time they did because you know who was the third person who was about to get their hair cut? Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. I I'm sure he has other guys to do it. Yeah, I honestly think if Mahomes got COVID, I think that it would have been postponed. Yeah. I don't think that the – and if no one's going to watch it if Chad Henney's starting a Super Bowl game. Uh, even though, know. you know, Henny thing is, is possible. possible. We'll see about that. Yeah, that is something interesting because what if someone like Hill or Kelsey, like, because we saw during the season they didn't postpone games where uh, the Broncos guy, didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, Lamar had COVID in a huge game against the Steelers, and they still played that game. Um, so but this is the highest. They would be kind of post. They would be kind of contrasting what they did throughout the entire season for the Super Bowl game. No, which but there's is a difference. There's a it's difference between week week seven and the Super Bowl, yeah. and that's there's a huge difference. Yeah. So I think that. If the NFL wants to make money, they po- postpone that game if Mahomes has COVID. And, you know, for the sake of the game. Because if, if Chad Henney's playing, he's just going to get sacked over and over and over and over. He can't get the oh, ball. Oh, yeah. Unless he scrambles like that every time. Yeah, he's <laughs> – which I don't expect. Yeah, I but don't either. It's not even – hopefully, you know, we're playing that no injuries happen that game. So yeah, really right. But the thing that is, um, like, really important for me is Tampa Bay – their pass rush, they got Vita Vea back. They've still got Ndamukong Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, all those guys. Um, and if they can pressure Mahomes, we're not sure if that really affects them yet. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure if it really will because he can just scramble for 10 yards whenever he wants to. Um, but maybe that could add a little bit more of an element. And the guys like Levante David and uh, Devin White, if they play well as well. Yeah, I think that the uh, the big thing is going to be uh, the Chiefs' D-line. I know you said it's going to be a more offensive game, and I think it's because the Chiefs' D-line is going to have trouble getting to Tom Brady. Bucks have a good O-line, uh, but Chris Jones is great. Our linebacker position is awful. Willie Gay, uh, he's not playing due to injury, and uh, that's, that's our weakest position, so we're going to really rely on that secondary to stop people like Mike Evans or even their biggest X-factor, in my opinion, which is Antonio Brown. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see the cornerback matchups. Legere Steed probably guards Mike Evans or Godwin, yeah. one of the two. Um, then you got the great um, – the great uh, Rashard Breland. Yep, Rashard Breland. Juan Thornhill, whichever yep. one they want to put on. Yeah, him. and um, they, you could see some doubles. And Tyron Matthew and Sorensen could be really great with the, with the safety help and all that type of stuff. Yeah, a way, a way that we've seen in the playoffs, um, especially me watching all these Chiefs games, is Tylon Matthew when they tell him to blitz, he blitzes his oh, hard yeah. at. He is oh, yeah. when when they call Tylon Matthew to blitz, Tom Brady isn't getting that pass off. Or what we saw Baker or Josh Allen, they didn't get that pass off because they have that extra player that's mm-hmm. going to uh, mm-hmm. attack him. And I we saw in last year's Super Bowl where the Chiefs did win, one of the best days of my life, uh, when they beat the 49ers, that Damian Wilson, who obviously opted out of the season, yeah, he was, was great a in that huge game. part of that. Yeah. Should um, and he debatably should have won, won Super Bowl yeah. MVP. And I think that this year the run game is going to be very low. Clyde Edwards plays a rookie. I don't think you can rely on him like they did Damian Wilson. Yeah. Let alone rely on Le'Veon Bell or right. even Daryl Williams, who right. I like a lot. 
Daryl Williams is good. Yeah, Daryl I do. Williams I do good. like him a lot. Any running back can succeed behind a good O line, and Daryl Williams has proven that to me. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting point you make about the Super Bowl MVP. Who's your pick for Super Bowl MVP? Um. Okay. Listen. If the if the uh, if the Buccaneers win, it's gonna be Leonard Fournette. That's that's my prediction. <laughs> Are you serious? Leonard Fournette or maybe Levante David. One of the two. I, it's not gonna be Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. It's not gonna be Tom Brady. It yeah. could be anybody else. If the Chiefs win, it's gonna be Mahomes. Cause he's it's gonna be. It's either gonna be him or Hill, and Mahomes. Or Kelsey. Is, or Kelsey. Yeah, maybe. But I think uh, Mahomes is gonna be the reason that we, if we do win, we win that game because yeah. of the O line injuries and Eric Fisher. Yeah. And not For, that our O line is anything special, really. Yeah. If if Tampa Bay wins, it's gonna be because of because of their defense, not because of their offense. It's gonna be because we already know what their offense can do, and we are assuming that they can do that against the Chiefs. But if they, if if someone like Shaq Barrett or Pierre Paul or Levante David or Devin White, if one of them has one or two big plays, a sack, a strip fumble, um, a interception, something of that um, caliber. caliber, then that that would, it's not going to be Brady. It's no. not going to be Brady. He's he. It's going to be the defensive. If if the Buccaneers win, just know that means obviously we said it might not bother Mahomes that. Pressure's getting to him quickly because you know he he works well under pressure. He's one of the best players at it I've I've ever seen, and most people have ever seen. But if he struggles with that pressure coming to him, then it's going to be someone in the pass rush and not someone on the offense. Because we saw in the Packers game, like I said, Brady's making bad decisions. He's with when he was he threw three picks in the same in the same quarter because he's just you know lofting the ball. He's not picking the right target. Bad decisions. Yeah. So if that happens, I think if the Chiefs can get even one takeaway, I think we have that game because of how, you know, star-studded the defense and even the receiving core is. Yeah, for the for me, Mahomes, it's, it's this might sound weird, but it, it, it'll be easier for him to win MVP because it will make what he is doing look so much harder because he'll, which, have, which to, it is, you he'll know? have to do those scrambling for six yards um, or one-handed um, sidearm kind of throws. Which it, it, it obviously is a a heck of a lot harder if you right and it, and it'll make him look a lot cooler which will make what he which will make the voters be like oh that guy had a few really like insane plays that that he's the Super Bowl MVP yeah I, I do think he'll win it especially if the Chiefs win I'm really hoping the Chiefs win I'm gonna be super bummed out and there will not be a podcast next week I promise you that if the Chiefs do it'll it'll just be me yeah, Charles will be crying <laughs> in his basement it'll just be your eyes well, the the QB almost fifty five percent of Super Bowl MVPs have been QBs, which means that Julian Edelman. Yeah, Julian Edelman was an exception, but sometimes it's like defensive players. But it's a lot of the times, obviously more than half of the time, it's QBs, and it depends on how the fans are voting for it. If Tom Brady is looking bad, then he's obviously not going to win it. But he, if he makes a few big plays, then I wouldn't be surprised if fans vote for him, even if he wasn't. The, the best, best player. player in that game. Yeah, I agree. Because Tom Brady, uh, especially if some Patriots fans are watching the game. I don't know. Are Patriots fans rooting for Tom Brady? I uh, think they're I a little mean, conflicted. Do you like six Super Bowls? Yeah, we do. I just don't know. If some people might be a little salty of the way that he left us last year. Yeah, but six Super Bowls. I'm not. I'm definitely cheering for Brady, but. That's that's not true. I'm probably cheering for Gronk more than I am for Brady. Just because Gronk is kind of funny. Gronk's great. Yeah. Gotta love Gronk. I don't think Gronk will really remember, do it. Remember when he had a TV show? Remember that? He did. What was it called? I don't know. It was some Crash like, Leads. Yeah. Nickelodeon. <laughs> that was great. That was there was a also a Cam Newton show. All yeah. of Cam Newton. Yeah. 
that's a little off topic though. Yeah. But uh, the the, chi- the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. Gronk is a very um, diverse person. person. Yeah, diverse. He can host a TV show. He can drive a lift. Yeah. He can be a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Whatever. He, he can wants. act. Yeah. He can do everything. He's great. Yeah. He's I love great. Gronk. Not he, but when it'll, but he's the second best tight end of all time currently. Oh. Tony Gonzalez. Is the oh. Best. Okay. Uh. So. Wait, if Kelsey, that that's Kelsey's this is gonna, like this yeah. is this could be. Two of the three best tight ends ever. Yeah. Playing against each other. I think it depends on where you put like done, Antonio Gates or yeah. Shannon Sharp. When all it's those all guys. said and done, the top the top three when it's all said and done is gonna be Gronk, Kelsey, and yeah. and Gonzalez. And I think it's gonna go Kelsey, Gonzalez, Gronk. The thing about Gronk is that he's probably the most like like he had some huge monster games. He's so unguardable once he gets the ball. He's so hard to tackle. Um, but if he gets so cold very quickly, it's right. And and the thing when you look when you look at his stats, they're not really that impressive because he missed so much time due to injury, and he retired early and then came back. He didn't really do much yeah, this year. You, you can even yeah, yeah, he didn't do much this year. You can even say like, um, he doesn't if he doesn't you know get the ball in his hands, he's not going to perform. Yeah. but he's he, a good and, blocker. And too. if he doesn't get the ball, in, that's why he's so good. He's yeah. a great blocker. Kelsey doesn't have that. You know that's why yeah, people say Kittle yeah. is better. Yeah. But I think if. If Gronk doesn't touch the ball, the Buccaneers can still win the game uh, against most opponents. I'm not saying if Gronk doesn't touch the ball against the Chiefs, I think that takes away a big receiver. But yeah, um, against most opponents, if Gronk doesn't touch the ball, they still have a chance to win. Right. And I think that's why you can bump him down on the list. And I think that's been true since he's been on the Patriots. Yeah, and Kelsey, he's been in the league like nine years, eight years, yeah. something like 2013 that. 2013 draft. And he's and he's pretty much been pretty durable, and he's had insane numbers his whole career. So. All right, final. Uh, what's your final score prediction? Final score prediction doesn't have to be perfect. Just. For me, um, I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know. This is tough. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Fifty-six <laughs> to thirty-five, and that's my. Is that is that is that real? Yeah, at forty-two to thirty-five. Okay, I, it's okay. gonna be high scoring. Yeah, that's all you yeah. gotta know. It's gonna be like if it's, if it's one team is gonna pass the forties. Yeah, I have no question. Hundred percent. And my my biased score prediction. 77 to 0. But right. but we're we're eliminating I'm, pu- I'm that putting guy. money on that. <laughs> All right. Um my final score prediction probably like 40 to 32 something like that. No, actually, sorry. 76 to <laughs> 0. Butker's going to miss an extra point. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh moving on. We promised this last week. All-star reserves. Uh we're going to start with the East. I'm going to start this time cuz Ryan started our Super Bowl uh what's it called? section. Um my Eastern bench players are Jalen Brown. I think that you can make the argument Jalen Brown's the starter. James yeah. Harden and Kyrie Irving. Both of them, you can make the argument that they don't want to play. So why put them on the All-Star team? Whoa, I, James I, Harden. What do you mean he doesn't want to play? Um, I'm not, he, I'm not counting the. Really I'm not counting the Houston. I'm not counting Houston. Okay, but you could. This totally is the East the, All-Star to, team. Totally I'm not make, counting Houston. Totally make that argument for Kyrie. Yep. Uh, I, okay. I'm gonna put Demonis Sabonis, who I okay. think you could put over Giannis um, one no. day out of the one day out of the week. <laughs> Half a day. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum, I put him over Bam Adebayo. Thank you. Bam's team has been awful, but okay. Uh, yeah. uh, Colin Sexton, that might be a uh, underrated opinion. I think that you might have Colin Sexton too, but he's just no, playing. I have. I he's have just been playing great. I don't think two Cavs can make it, which would be Sexton and Drummond. I don't yeah. think Drummond's good enough to do it. And my last one is Tobias Harris. He's really stepped into that role of number two on the uh, on the Sixers because Ben Simmons is playing awful, and this is his best season. Best season he's averaging in the twenties and you know six and seven, so uh, or six and five, something like that. So I think that he definitely deserves to make the All Star team. What about you? Yeah, um, I I agree with most of you. I'm glad you're giving Tatum his respect. Appreciate it. Um, I have 
Harden, Trey, um, Harden, James Harden, Trey Young, Jalen Brown, Sabonis, Bam, Sexton, and Tatum. Um, and I didn't. I started Kyrie over Trey. You started Trey over Kyrie, so that's why it's different. Um, but basically the same. Nothing too big to say. I mean, Tatum and Brown, they've been. I'm up. surprised you didn't start Jalen Brown over Kyrie Irving because I think I think what it's yeah. gonna be is gonna it's gonna be Brown and Beal. Yeah. Because Brown's playing yeah, out of his mind. Yeah, it's probably gonna be Brown and Beal. I don't want to say it because you're a Celtics fan and I don't like to make you happy, but uh, <laughs> Jalen Brown is probably gonna be the starter. Yeah, he is. But Kyrie in the games he played, he he's been amazing in the games he's played, um, offensively. And I, I have trouble putting someone over him like that. No, the only, again, his stats are incredible. 28 points, that's great. But if you're going to leave the season for a week and a half and don't wear a mask to a birthday party, you don't, and, like, people, Carl Anthony Towns, he would have, I said this earlier earlier podcast, he would have opted out of the season if he thought people were going to act like this. He's, he's, you and know, he, had And he got COVID. Hand. Yeah, he's, his mom and his grandma both died from it. Yeah. Um, so that's awful. And I don't think that he wants to play in an environment where Kyrie Irving's behavior is tolerated. So I don't think that he deserves to make. He has the stats too, but I don't think he deserves to be an all-star. Yeah, I don't really want to count think, that. I don't really think that he. I think that, that you can make the argument that he doesn't deserve to make the all-star team with his behavior. But I'm gonna give it to him anyway. Okay, I, I'm not gonna count that just because it's about on-court display. Um, the on-court display. Um, because if that would have been the case, there's been there's been countless number of people that wouldn't be all stars because of their off court behavior. I mean, James Harden this year. James Harden this year. I mean, oh. Gilbert Arenas. I mean, people. Well, like that. he didn't make the all star team after that incident. He didn't. No. All right, but there's been many people, many people that have have been not so great off of the court. Ron Artest. Still, Ron Artest. Okay, that but, was on the court. <laughs> yeah, that was on the court. <laughs> that was actually in the stands. That was in the stands. But. Yeah. So yes, Kyrie the Kyrie Irving debate, we could talk about it for hours. Yeah, I I didn't start Trey Young because he just stinks but defensively. He's, he's back though. He stinks. No, he had a slump. I'll tell he you what. He stinks defensively. I never said that he didn't. He does stink defensively. He but, can uh, score forty points and give up fifty. Um no. That's yeah, he he can. His his he defense can. is getting better. It's he not. was in a slump of offense for a little bit, but he's back. And I, I hope to see his defense develop. Look, but I've I, watched... I'm fine with you. The only reason I started him is because I don't feel comfortable starting Kyrie or Harden with their behavior. Okay. So, but if if Harden and Kyrie were playing good, off, being good people off the court, then they would both then both of them would be good starters over Trey Young. It's just you know, you know what I I could switch Jalen. All right, I've watched a lot of Hawks games and a lot of mm-hmm. ends of the Hawks games, and Trey Young makes bad decisions at the end of the game. He sometimes tries to take the game into his own hands. There's been a, a, a bunch of games where he's taken bad shots and not playing great defense at the end of the game, making bad decisions, not passing, um, and it, it's proving that he can he can be good for four and a half, I mean three and a half quarters, and then when it comes down to the last five minutes, I don't I can't rely on him. That's just my that's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm not a big Trey Young fan, if you yeah. can't tell. Clearly. Moving on to the West, you can start it off. Yeah, we have the same East. Pretty much. Wait, it's just the the. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna make the executive decision. I'm switching Trey Young and Jalen Brown. There you go. Just okay. just for you, just to make you happy. Just to make. But me now, happy. but now you can't root for the Buccaneers. Okay. Good. Good. We got a mutual. I'll agreement. still root for the Buccaneers. Trey Young starting. Okay. All right. For the West, Paul George, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, Demar Derozan, and Zion. I originally had Christian Wood. Um. So basically, Christian Wood gets the All Star nod. Um, but since he got hurt, and I'm McCall. putting I'm putting Zion over him.
and yeah, McCollum would have made it anyway. Uh, uh, but I, I had McCollum, and then I'll replace him with Damar. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like Damar or Zion, personally. Okay. Um, for Why? me, uh, hold on, let me say my other people. Uh, obviously, off the bench, I have Damon Mitchell, because I started Curry and Luka. Yeah. But you could make the argument to start Dame over Luka. Yeah. I don't really want to argue, but, you know. Donovan Mitchell, of course, I love him so much. Uh, Paul George, he's been playing great. You could make the argument for him over Kawhi, to be honest. Mm. Anthony Davis, uh, Brandon Ingram, Booker, and Gobert. So, for me, uh, Brandon Ingram is the leader of that team, and he's better than Zion Williamson. Brandon Ingram is putting up... Listen, if you could say Bam's an all-star, which I don't think you did, but a lot of people no, are. No, I had... I had and I, yeah, it, it didn't you, Bam is on a bad team, and he's putting up... A, a little bit better numbers than he did last year. The same thing's happening with Brandon Ingram, and I think it's—I don't think it's right to put Zion over Brandon Ingram, um, with how Brandon Ingram's playing. I think Brandon Ingram's more of a leader, and Zion Williamson is like, what I—I I see him on TV all the time, and he just doesn't—he doesn't perform. All right, Zion and Ingram average the same then, number then, of points. Hold on, you put Demar Derozan. That team's yeah. awful. It's not. But uh. You can't. I put they're Devin. Not, they're I, I put Devin Booker over Demar Derozan, and then Gobert because they're the best team in the league. They deserve two All Stars. That's all I gotta say. That's, that's, there you go. All right. Here's Ingram, Zion. Very subjective. Um, go either way. You could go either way, so I'm not really gonna dig too deep into them. But to say that Z- that Ingram is much better than Zion this year is just wrong, because Brandon Ingram, 23 points a game, five rebounds, four assists um, per game, and Zion, 23 points a game. Seven and a half rebounds, two assists per game. So the assist numbers the for Ingram stat. are yeah, exactly the same stats. So he's I just not think I just think that Ingram's a better player. Okay. They could put up the same stats, but I think Ingram's a better player. And Ingram can Ing- listen. I think Ingram is more of a better fit for that offense. I think Zion's kind of clogging with the fact he can't no, really sh- no. he can't really shoot. No. And that's why they're looking to trade Lonzo Ball. Their their two starters can't shoot. Their two starting guards can't shoot. Lonzo, Eric Bledsoe. They have a center that can't even shoot from five plus feet except for he can shoot from like seven okay you could go you could go (laughs) steven adams you could go you could go either way um but the i pick booker and gobert over uh demar derozan you can't really booker's been having an off year and even i'd take deandre aiden or chris paul over demar derozan not 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 a good take in my opinion and then gobert like i said best team in the league gets two all-stars yeah demar's averaging 25 and six career highs in assists the Spurs are overachieving. Overachieving. He's not, even, he's not even in the top ten of All Star voting right now. You're gonna put him in All Star. I, I don't I don't vote for All Stars. Why not? Well, what I mean you? I do, but my I, I've vote. I've been voting Taco Fall every day. I mean Clay Thompson is ahead of Demar Derozan. So <laughs> Clay, what are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know why they allow him to get voted in. Yeah, uh, I don't either. But there were the reserves as promised. Yeah, a little bit of arguing again. All those Suns players are better. Yeah, I wish Christian Wood didn't get hurt. It would have been fun to see him in the All Star game. Um, he's been not so that, good. not that I don't think he might, he might, he wouldn't be on this list for me. He would have, he'd definitely be over yours. He's better than DeRozan. Um, moving on to our award predictions. You, hate, you don't like the. Um, we're gonna start off with our MVPs. Yeah. So uh, for me, I think it, the most obvious one is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid has just been playing amazing. I think that without, because we've seen that, we're seeing that Ben Simmons is not as good as everyone thinks thinks he's he's being. And Joel Embiid has really stepped up, averaging 29, 10, and 2. Obviously, he's a center. He doesn't get that many assists. At, uh, but Jokic, obviously, is number two, and he gets a lot of assists. But he's just been playing incredible. Without Joel Embiid, that team would be nothing. Doc Rivers has coached the heck out of him. Uh, Joel Embiid's just playing amazing, and I think he definitely deserves the MVP at this point in the season. 
Look, I, I agree. Joel Embiid is playing great, but my MVP is Jokic. And it's pretty, like, they're pretty 1A one, one a and 1B. is It's Jokic and um, Embiid, whichever way you rank them. Um, and for me, it's, just, it's, it's Jokic. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I get, I get the Jokic, you know, he's averaging the more, he's averaging, he's the better playmaker at, on the big position, but I just think the, the Sixers are the best team in the, in the East, and the, uh, Nuggets are not top three, maybe not even, I think they are the fourth. Yeah, they're the fourth seed right now. Jokic has been carrying them. They started off horribly, and he's almost averaging a triple-double for a big man. Jamal Murray has been nowhere this season, and he's just been willing them to victory. They had a bad loss on um, on Thursday night against um, against uh, against the Lakers, but I mean, there's there's some bad losses in there. Um, they beat the he, Jazz. On their they did beat the Jazz. Jokic didn't play great in that game, but it's still to me he's the he's he's the best passer debatably in the NBA. Um, top two. He's the best Three. passing big man in the NBA. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's, it's hard to debate because Embiid has been so good and Jokic has been so good. If they could give two MVP awards right now, it'd be, it'd go it's to Jokic split. and Embiid. Um, and yeah, and then arguments can be made for Durant and James, but these two are just blowing, you know, the MVP award out of proportion. Yeah. Yeah. You say that Embiid would be not, um the Sixers would be nothing without Embiid. The Sixers without Embiid would be a heck of a lot better than the Jokic um than the Nuggets without Jokic. Okay, but Ben Simmons is playing awful. Sorry. Ben Simmons is but playing. I said Tobias Harris is an All Star. So. Yeah, the, the Jamal Murray's not an All Star. Yeah, he's listen, he's been disappointing. If you're looking this year. at okay, I can agree with you. If you're looking at the best player in the league when you're looking at the MVP, it's Yoke, it's Embiid. But if you're looking at the most valuable, it's Jokic. Yeah. So arguments can be made. We're moving on. Rookie of the year. I'm gonna start this one out. It's pretty obvious. I hope we have the same one. It's a Doku as a bouquet. He is the best center in the league. Actually, he's my MVP too. He's so good. I love him so much. Uh, just kidding. I have Lamelo Ball. I think he should definitely be starting over Devontae Graham, who's not playing great. Obviously, Rozier's playing amazing, but uh, number two, I think, is gonna be Tyrese Halliburton. I think you you might have him. But um, Lamelo's is a way better playmaker, a better rebounder, a better scorer. And he's beating him in all. He's beating Tyrese Halliburton in all the major statistics. So. Okay, but who plays defense? Which um, one of them plays defense? Both of them. <laughs> right. Right. No, I have Halliburton. Halliburton is the third guard on Sacramento. Um. One point one point four steals for Lamelo. Yeah. That's defense. That, that, that's not defense. Steals aren't defense. What is it though? Is it offense? It's, it's called team. reaching, 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 reaching. Well, that's what teaching. And getting is. teached. Reaching and getting teached. All right, where's where's Halliburton? Yeah, Lamelo, you say say what you want about steals. He doesn't really play defense, um, but he does rebound. He's like a really good rebounder. He's tall. It's kind of impressive. He's like he's huh? got some hops and stuff. Um, Halliburton's stats aren't very impressive. Eleven points a game, three rebounds, five assists. Um, but he just makes winning plays. He's super clutch, um, and he's the third guard on Sacramento. I mean, if he was the first guard on a team. Which Lamelo also isn't the first guard on the team. Third. Yeah, they're both third guards. Um, but Halliburton finishes the game, which to me means something. So it means that his coach trusts him. Nope. His coach, uh, Lamelo's coach, does not trust him. Luke Walton. Luke, Luke Walton's Walton. an awful coach. 
Like, okay, he but, has it, trust him, but, but he, he trusts them, and he's finishing out games. He's finishing in that, tough situations. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. You could, uh, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, again, all of these are gonna be one and two punches. That this is one, this is two, or in your opinion, one and two. Mm-hmm. I assume Lamelo's your two. But when yeah. I was watching that Kings uh, Celtics game, I saw there was a play at the very end where it was the Celtics are down three. Yeah, and he's got a high IQ. Yeah, Celtics are down three. They give the ball to uh, Jalen Brown, who spots up and drains the three. But before that, Tyrese Sullivan jumps on, what's his face, Grant Williams. Grant Williams. And he misses both he free throws. So I think basketball IQ, Tyrese Sullivan definitely crushes LaMelo Ball. But, uh, Not crushes. You can, you they can, both have yeah, extremely high a, basketball amazing, IQs. He's an amazing playmaker. Yeah. Ten times better than whatever Halliburton is. So mm. I think you could, you know, you could say Halliburton, and I'm like, that's cool. I say LaMelo. You know, let's be friends because they're they're pretty equal players. Let's be friends. Um, moving on to six man of the year, we have the same answer. Uh, I think so. I hope so. No, we do. I hope so. Jordan Clarkson. I'm a Jazz fan, and uh, if Are Ryan you? if Ryan had any other person, he'd be like, "You're biased. You're a Jazz fan. You're biased. Jordan Clarkson stinks," and he would just blabber on how bad the Jazz are because he hates the Jazz. But he's averaging 17, four and two. Um, he's Bogdanovich has been playing so bad. Uh, not recently. Not recently. Okay, but not what I have him on my fantasy not, team. He's not what we'd ex- on fa- fantasy wise, but when he plays, he's not he great. Yeah, thirty one last. Listen, night. okay, we're playing the Hornets. When, okay, but he still had thirty one. I understand that, but Clarkson's a better player. We we assumed la- last year Bogdanovich. Okay, are you on? Are you, did you pick the same player or did you not? No, we we did pick the same. Then player. be on my team, okay? <laughs> okay. So Bogdanovich. I'm the Jazz fan. Do you watch every Jazz game? I don't think I so. I don't, but yeah. I, I, so I, I so see his fantasy So, so I don't think so. I don't think he can judge a player off fantasy points. So Bogdanovich last season averaged 20 points a game and was the number two option. We missed him in the bubble. We probably would have won that series with him, yeah. I think. And Clarkson, Bogdanovich had a slow start, and Clarkson's coming in, and he's he's just breaking all expectations. He's amazing. We give up Dante Exum in a second-round pick, and this guy is about to win a major award. So. Yeah, Cavs are not looking too smart at the moment. Dante Exum is currently on the Rockets. Yeah, so. but, and he's probably about to get waived, so not looking too good for you, Dante. Yeah, yeah I have Clarkson, too. There's no, there's no... Who's the other candidate for this award? There's no there's one. There's not another one. Halliburton LaMelo. and LaMelo. <laughs> that, that's the only other two um, that you can make. Maybe Goran Dragic, but the Heat stink, so... Isn't he starting? Um, he was starting when Hero was out, yeah, but... Remember he was an all-star? That was his I do. all-star game. Two years the ago. Dragon. The Marcus Aldridge was also an all-star that year. Marcus Aldridge was a great player. The the A train during the voting, <laughs> the emoji voting. Uh, that was that was great. That was they great. need to bring that back. You know, you know, there's no uh, captains this year. It's there's just East West. Uh, who would be the captains? Embiid and Jokic. No, it'd probably be LeBron. Embiid and LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, Embiid and just LeBron. Or of, Durant. Just because of fan and Jokic. I don't even know if he can speak English. I don't know. No, he, he I don't can. think he can. That's a joke. Can he? Uh, DPOY. DPOY. You, um, I have Rudy Gobert because I'm a Jazz fan, but the answer is Miles Turner. Miles Turner is playing amazing. Um, he's great in the paint, but so is Gobert. I think Gobert is going to win his third one because I'm a Jazz fan, and he's the best defensive player in the league. But if you say Miles Turner, I'm not mad at it, and I think that's what you had. What do you think? What did you just say? I, I, I have Rudy Gobert, but it's Miles Turner, but Rudy Gobert will win his third. What, Dude, what are you talking listen, about? Listen, Gobert is... Make up your mind. Gobert is the better... He's the Gobert's in as a jazz fan. I'm gonna it's step in my jazz shoes, and uh. Your top dancing shoes. No, yeah, in Gobert's a DPOY, but if I step into my, my um, you know, logical shoes, my Mr. Wells shoes, um, Miles Turner is the defensive player of the year, and that's that's just obvious. 
Yeah, it is. But 13, listen, 13, 13, and then for blocks, he's averaging three. That's that's incredible for Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert! Yeah, but how many that's blocks a game is Miles Turner averaging? I don't know. How many is it? Four. Oh, that's Who is the last player to do that? Well, Mark Eaton. Oh, yeah, that's a jazz player. It is. Gotta love Mark Eaton. He was also like 7'5". Yeah, I think he was 7'2". Right. Most improved player of Christian Wood. Okay. And don't debate this. I love Christian I'm right. Wood. He's not going to win it anymore because he's injured and he's out for the rest of the season. He's, but no, he's not. Is he's he not? out for like a month. Okay, so he could probably... When's the All-Star game? March 7th. What's oh. today? February oh, March 7th? Oh, uh, yeah, it's the day after my birthday. I remember that. So, Christian Wood. Yeah, Christian Wood. It's actually in a month. My I'm birthday. glad you remember when your birthday is. <laughs> Christian Wood. Uh, he was great on the Pistons last... Uh, yeah, we lost connection there for a second. I'm sorry about that. But again, Christian Wood was in a role in the Pistons where, you know, he was kind of there, but, like, just stuck in Detroit. And now he's kind of stuck in Houston. But, no, he's still But he's, he's playing as the number one option and on an all-star level. So I don't care what you think, I'm right. All right. Well, you're not. Who do you have? It's Jeremy Grant. It's Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant went from the the third or fourth option on the, on the Denver Nuggets. He's making the Nuggets look stupid for not re-signing him. He went to the Pistons. He's the number one option on that team. He's averaging something like 24 points a game. Uh, uh, something like that. And 24 points a game. Like five rebounds. A few assists. Um, even though Detroit stinks, he's still the most improved. He was a nothing on offense last year. And now he's carrying offenses. I watched him against the Celtics, given that was a few months ago. Um, in, the, in their first couple games. Jeremy Grant looked amazing. I mean, there was no one that could stop him. He had a few dunks. Yeah, that's... Um, Three-pointers. That's really cool. That's really cool, but you're wrong. Let's move on. Coach of the year. Um, my opinion is Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder is the coach of the Jazz, and the Jazz were the best team in the league. He's coaching the heck out of Donovan Mitchell. He's coaching the heck out of Rudy Gobert. All the young guys, when Mitchell was out. You know who came in? Jarrell Brantley. You know who came in? Jawan Morgan. Mia Yoni. And they're just great. So, you know, I love that. You can make the argument for Doc Rivers, and I don't even know who you have, but... No. Who do you have? Who do you have? Uh, oh, answer, Ty Lu. Oh, yeah. Ty Lu. Ty Lu, for me, the Clippers pretty much did nothing in the offseason. They lost Harold. They brought Serge Ibaka. They kind of canceled each other out. Harold, Harold's a lot they brought better than Serge Ibaka. Ba- Batum. Uh, debatable. Did you say Batum? Nick Batum. Batum. Nick Batum. Batum. Yeah, this is not a grammar show. Grammar Batum, it's French. Okay, go ahead. Nick keep going, Batum. keep going about your Nicholas Tyloo. Batum, who was the worst player in the NBA last year. Do you remember that? Nicholas Batum. He couldn't even play for the Charlotte Hornets. You know who the Charlotte Hornets were starting at center? Uh, what's his face? Cody Zeller. <laughs> he couldn't Cody's always the MVP. He couldn't even play for them. And now he's coming on this championship um, contender, the LA Clippers. And he's playing crunch time for them. He's hitting some big shots. Uh, he kind of sold the game against Brooklyn, but it's okay. Um, Tyloo's really put them in the position to win. He's putting Paul George in a lot more pick and rolls, um, which I think uh, Paul George kind of complained about that on the All the Smoke podcast. But um, Tyloo kind of took the hint that Paul George wants to be in more pick and rolls and all that good stuff. Um, and he really... Um, and he's, he's coaching them very well. They're the second-best team in the Western Conference. And Charles called them pretenders. But they switched coaches. I mean, both of those coaches are Coach of the Year candidates. So they just needed kind of a refresher. And Ty Lue is really bringing that to the Clippers. And I think it's great um, for the Clippers. And Ty Lue, 
is proving that it was not a fluke the year that he won with Cleveland and everyone called him a great coach. He is a he's, great coach. Uh, he's an, uh, he's yeah. a little overrated coach just because he has he's LeBron, the, the but he still is a very good coach. Yeah. Um, and he's got the respect of the people in the locker room, which I think is really important. Um, not the respect of Allen Iverson, but he's not in that locker room. Or Austin Rivers. No, that's Doc Rivers. No, yeah. I mean, never Doc mind. Rivers. Just forget I talked. Okay. Um, I think it's Quinn Snyder, though. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 one of the two. You could argue Doc Rivers. There's no one else that's really Brad Stevens. No, he's trash. Uh, thank you so much for listening Bradley to the podcast. Stevens. Pick and underscore pop on uh, Instagram. Pick and underscore and underscore pop underscore podcast on TikTok. Um, thank you so much we for have listening. A TikTok? Yeah, uh-huh. thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Me and Ryan are now saying farewell. Yeah, and root for the Bucks tomorrow. Nope, nope, cool. cheese, cheese.